welcome to Next Level Podcast with Camille Babin, author, speaker, and soul coach. Each week, you will hear stories, insights, and strategies on how to become your authentic self and live a life of purpose. So let's get started for the message of today. Hello and welcome to Next Level Podcast. I'm your host, Camille Babin. This week, I want us to focus just for a minute on the time when your friends invited you somewhere. Actually, they were the one being invited maybe to a banquet, maybe to an event or to a conference, to a wedding, to a dinner, whatever. And they didn't want to go by themselves. So they asked you if you could join and if you could tag along, but you didn't know necessarily the person that you were going to. I want you to remember just for a minute about how it made you feel. Or maybe at that time, you didn't really care much. You just wanted to go, so you just went. And I think that's really what happens to most of us when, you know, sometimes you see something that looks like a great opportunity or maybe just a, a good time. It seems like they will be having a good time or it's something that that is interesting to you and you don't mind when they ask you to join in. On the opposite, you're really excited that they ask you to come. It doesn't matter whether you know the host or not. You just say, why not? It will just be a great time, right? We'd always do that, especially women. We always say, it's okay, just come, the more the merrier. And there's nothing wrong with that. Except when it comes to our opportunities, when it comes to the things that we call to do, this can be different. And I think that we have to be careful for not bringing those habits and not, you know, just do, being so comfortable and being so, we have normalized this situation to the point where it doesn't really bother. You get a card, you invite it somewhere and you say, oh, who can I bring with me? Automatically, that's what we go into. And why am I sharing that today? Because it's actually from a I have to be very transparent because it was, I felt like it was a, a correction that I was getting myself in. Then it's something that is worth sharing. Uh, just a few days ago, I was talking with my best friend and my husband were just, uh, I think we're just in the kitchen talking about different things. And all of a sudden I had that word. I really felt like the Lord was really speaking so strongly because I, I felt in my spirit, the Psalm 23. And especially when he says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And all of a sudden, I, I had that awakening. I had that moment, you know, where like it was just a, such a sobering moment because all of a sudden I could hear the voice of the Lord say, if you know that I've prepared a table before you, why you were so quick to sit at other people, you know? And I want to share that with you because I think we need to hear it sometimes. We need, you know, again, to be shocked or to be awakened and just understand and realize like, oh my Lord, what am I doing? Where was I going? And it's not something that was so, uh, uh, I can't say it's because I was doing it or it, was, it wasn't even like in the, I was doing anything at that moment. We're just talking, but the more we talk, you know, that's how he, he, he brought it. It wasn't directly to me like I was in the middle of something or I was about to do or to go somewhere I wasn't invited. But it was just for me to understand. And I think most of us can relate and we can see it where it's going. So today, what I want to talk about is just to, to say there is a table for you. There is a table for you. And why do I say it like that? Because when he says you, 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 you're so quick to go and sit at other people's table, you know, we always say, oh, you know, we have a seat at the table. And it's great that we have a seat at the table. But in that moment, I realized that. He wasn't talking about us having a seat 
at the table. It's great to have a seat. It's great not to feel like you're the third wheel. It's great not to feel like you're the plus one. That your name is actually on the table. Your name is really on the invitation card. That they know you and they want you there. But comes a time when it's not about having a seat at the table. But it's really knowing that there's a table for you. And what do I mean by that? What is a table? A table can be a, a process. A table can be an opportunity. A table can be even your rewards. It can be life lessons. It can also be even our secret place with the Lord, our place of communion, of intimacy, of growth, of purpose, where we're being fed by the Lord, where he shows us things that are very specific to our calling, very specific to even the, the season that we find ourselves in, very specific to the purpose and the journey that we embark on. And if all we care about is to be invited at someone else's table, is to have our name on the on the place card, or is to even have like a beautiful chair, a beautiful seat at the table, we may miss what God has for us. We may miss the table that is prepared. And it's easy because I think every time we refer, at least the most part, when we refer to this verse, it's really we highlight the enemy's part. We highlight that the Lord prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And we feel like, oh, my enemies, they will see that, you know, I've arrived or they will see the favor of God on my life and they will see all these great things. And it's just not about the enemies. It's the first part. Because if we don't understand that there's a table for us, if you just see that someone else table, it might not be your enemies. It might be their enemies, which are not yours necessarily. You know, so when the Lord really highlighted that to me, it shook me just for a few minutes. I was lost for, I was lost for words. I was like, oh my goodness. You know, he said, because if you sit at your table, they will come. If you sit at your table, they will come because most of the time we see the table and it looks appealing. We see the opportunities and we see what they're doing. And we feel like, oh my goodness, if only I had that. Oh my goodness, this is so great. And you just want to jump in. And it's great to celebrate others. This is not even what I'm referring to. It's great to celebrate others and to be excited. And of course, to be present, to honor them, to, you know, congratulate them and encourage them and all the like. But I'm talking about don't forfeit your purpose just because you're so focused on someone else. When God has something for you, he has a plan for you. And when I say a table, that's really what I want you to picture. I want to see your roadmap. I want you to picture the desires of God that he has for you, the things that, uh, the dreams that he has for you, the plans that he has for you. And you go after that because if we don't really make the effort to go after what God has for us, we will really spend our life just sit, sitting at other people's table. And even to push it further, what he said, he said, not only you want to sit at other people's table, but you sit sometimes at a table that I have not prepared. You sit at a table where not only your name is not, but my presence is not either. So it's really like a quick warning to all of us, even to myself included. We have to be careful not to want the things that seem so, 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 so interesting. They seem so appealing. They look so good when in fact God is not in it. And today when I say there's a table for you, I mean there is really a specific table that has been designed from you, for you from the throne room of heaven, from the heart of the Lord, just for you. And, and, and the only thing is we have to really make sure that we're diligent in seeking, in searching, in finding, in discovering, in really doing the work 
to discover where this table is. What does this table look like? Because it may not be apparent. It may not be like, you know, it's right here in front of me. It may not be. We might do need to do some digging and some searching. We may have to, to probe, you know, asking questions and all these different things. We may need to do all those things. We may need to work because it will require work. It will really require from us to be intentional, to be deliberate, to really like put the efforts to do the work in, able to, in order to find it, to be able to access it. And automatically I was thinking, okay, if we know what the table may repre represent, then you may ask me, but how do I get to that table again? That's exactly what I just said. By seeking, by doing the work, by knocking, by really developing a heart of, 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 of you know, like the, 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 the Bible even tells us that the glory of God is to conceal a matter and the glory of King is to search out, to search out the matter. It's really to go after the mysteries, to do the work and unveiling mysteries, piercing, having the, 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 the right understanding, seeing those things, understanding them, having knowledge and wisdom, it requires effort. It requires effort, so but the only way we can get it, the only way we can see what God has prepared for us and obtain it, is really doing the work. And it's a work of faith. We have to trust God. We have to believe in Him. We have to be obedient. And the, 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 the next question I can ask, or maybe I want us to think about, is why do people don't access the, ta the table? Why do people sit at others' table instead of their own? And the, the only things that came to my mind, I have just three points. There may be more, but the only, uh, the three things that I have right off my, my, my mind was the first one I said, they probably don't know that there is a table for them. So maybe it's you. You don't know that there is a table for you because you don't see your value because you don't know, or you struggle with your identity, or maybe you feel like you are unworthy. And you say, how can there be a table for me? How can there be such opportunities like that available to me? How can there be so many possibilities for me? How is that possible? You know, I don't deserve it. I don't think I can have it. And you only see that it's other people, but not yours. You say they can have it, but I don't think for me it will ever happen. Maybe you just tangle in shame and and guilt, and you feel like, no, not after all that I've done. This is impossible. So you don't think that there is a table for you. You don't think that uh, uh, your, the light will shine on you. You don't feel like this can also happen for you, or even that that is God's desire for you to walk through those doors, to sit at that table, to enjoy those rewards, to, you know, to just walk that walk and embrace that journey. You don't feel like this is me. You say, other people, yes, I can push other people. I can cheer them on. You know, I can really make a way even for them. I can help facilitate. But for me, no. And you, you've maybe given up on that. You say, no, not for me. But I want to encourage you to do it to, to, today and to remind you there is a table for you. And God wants you to seize it. Maybe the, the other thing, uh, the second thing that I was thinking about is not so much that you don't feel like or you don't know there is a table for you, but maybe it's because of envy or pride. And you think that uh, uh, maybe what other people have is better than yours. Maybe you think that it's not good enough. What is there in front of you is not good enough. You think that uh, you deserve higher, you deserve more because you don't see. And, and sometimes the thing that God brings before us, it may not look like gold, and I've said that in, in one of the books that I've written, I don't remember which one, but 
I, I shared that how the Lord really uh, spoke to me one day and he said, when the enemy comes before you, when the devil comes, he gives you uh, uh, gold or what looks like gold. But when you will go back and, and, and peel the layers, you will see that it's just plastic. It's just charcoal. It's nothing good. You know, it's just nothing good. It's really fake. But he said, but he said, when I give you something, it may look like charcoal. It may look so unappealing, so unattractive. But the more you dig, you will see that there is gold inside. And that's really what I want to emphasize on today, that when you feel like what you have is not enough, that others have it better than you. You know, yours is is worthless. You don't just, you don't see any value in it. You feel like this is really trash. And God is saying, if you dig deeper, you will see the treasure in it. I didn't make it so obvious so that other people will not even go after it because it's reserved for you. It's reserved for you. It has your name on it. It has. It will only respond to your imprint. It will only respond to to your voice. It will only respond to your heart being in tune with it. It's only when you. You know, like I had that uh, 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 video that we watched, it was on YouTube because somebody was talking about the exact same Psalm, the, the Psalm 23, and and uh, it was the the image of a shepherd. And you see the shepherd, there was a flock of sheep and you will hear uh, different people, right? They were just close to the shepherd and they will just make the same noise that the shepherd was making and the sheep will not move. They were making the noise and the sheep will not even respond, will not even turn. And it was like a few of them, maybe three, four people, different people, they tried. And then all of a sudden you see the shepherd coming and he makes that noise, which was sound the same, right? It's like the same words, I can say the same words. But immediately when the sheep heard his voice, they were, they were running toward him. And that's exactly the image that I want you to see that that table will only respond to your voice. The opportunity will only be an opportunity or open up when it's you stepping in. When you see it, you will see then it's like I see it like just those automatic. Now you have those um the kind of console table. I really don't know. I watch a lot of design show and I enjoy it. But uh, they have those uh, TVs now that are integrated, I think, in the console table. And it's very, like, very tech, tech advanced. And they probably press a button or when you turn the TV on and automatically you see the, the TV just rising up. Because when you look at first, it just looks like a regular table. It doesn't look like there's a TV inside. But when they push the button, then the TV comes up. And that's really the image that I see right now, the visual that I have. That as you see, the table may look empty. The table may look like... It's nothing, but when you see it because it's you, it will automatically just rise and all the things that uh, uh, were supposed to be, you know, all the things that you couldn't see at first or other people could not see, you will see them, they will come up. That's really what I, I, I see very strongly in the spirit. And the third thing may be just laziness or complacency. Maybe you just don't want to do the work. You have some people that just do not want to do the work. They don't want to search for it. They, 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 they don't want to make mistakes also. They can be afraid and they don't, they, they, they're content where they are. They're satisfied with what they, they said, it's okay. I'm okay, you know, just being the plus one. I'm okay even if my name is not on the place card. I'm okay if they just have to pull an extra chair for me. I'm okay if I have to stand in the corner. I'm okay if I have to wait, you know, like even outside while you're being done, while you're doing what you're doing and when you're done we'll just go but that is not what God wants for you there is so much more 
And, and, and I will not even apologize for being so passionate about it because, I mean, this is the Father's heart. He wants more for you. He wants more for us. And he has more. It's not that he's asking us, you know, to go in the wilderness and just uh, dig and find things that do not exist. He said, if only you could believe. Those things already exist. The table already exists. The, the, the opportunities are already here. The potential is already inside of you. But you just need to dig. You just need to trust. You just need to search. You just need to put, on the, put in the work. You need to do what is required. You know, even if that means uh, uh, not going for the wrong relationship, because sometimes that's what we need. You know, having our table or seeing it or obtaining it will require from us to let go of certain people, to let go of certain habits, even mindsets and perspective and thought patterns. All these different things may be required because it's it's easier for us, you know, like being uh, comfortable and we don't want to change circles and we don't want even to change jobs. We said, I'm okay where I am. But you may be in the wrong job. You may be in the wrong place. You may be in the wrong circle. Maybe the relationships that you have right now, they're the wrong one for you. And I'm not saying, you know, that that's what it is, but it's good to at least take the time to search and to seek the Lord on it and to really discover, am I in the right place? Am I at the right table? Am I doing the, wrong, the right thing? Am I pleasing you? Don't settle for less. Don't compromise. I don't want you to lower your standards when God has so much more for us. So it's really that that I want to, to, to encourage you today to just go and to know that, first of all, there is a table for you because his word is true. He said, I prepare a table. He prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. And even for a quick minute before I, I, I close, I even want to highlight the fact that the, the presence of my, of my enemies doesn't always mean people. It's not always, and even we know that uh, the, 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 we do, do not wrestle against flesh and blood. So it's not really people. People are not our enemies. It may be a habit, it may be character flaws, it may be uh, sp just spiritual things, right? We already know that. So when he said, he prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies, guess what? He's preparing a table in even when you have your insecurity, where even when you, 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 you feel ashamed, even, you know, when pride wants to sink, uh, sink in. That's really what he's saying, that the table is prepared before all those things. Before all those things, before pride, before jealousy, before insecurity, before envy, competition, comparison, all these different things that can come against you. And, and you can, I don't want you to use those things even to disqualify yourself when God is calling you and he said, in spite of it, I've prepared a table. Before all those things, I've prepared a table. Then they will see that I'm the Lord. They will see that I'm better and I'm higher than all these different things and they do not need to have a hold of you. Jealousy doesn't need to be your friend. Competition doesn't need to be your friend. Fear, anxiety, they, they are not your portion. So this is really the word that I have today. And I just pray that it will resonate within your heart. And not only that, but it will cause you to, to, to be challenged. It will cause you to go after what God has. And you will say, you know what? I don't want any, you know, like leftovers. I don't want other people's uh, uh, opportunities. I don't want to be a plus one. I can be there to celebrate them, but I'm not there to get something for me because there is a table for you and God is calling you 
to sit at your table and he will bring before you all the things that are necessary if only you do the work and you go and you search for that table and you sit at the table. So God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. And by the grace of God, I will be back next week. Thank you for listening to Next Level Podcast. For more content, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Camille Babin. Until next time, embrace your power to become.